The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I'm so glad to have you here today as I'm going to share with you my own journey of how living with intention developed through me. And isn't it true when we think back about challenging times in our lives, that's when we're asked to grow. Well, that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, I, we had just returned from Japan, our second tour, and I went to a spiritual advisor and she recommended Reiki. She said, Reiki would be really good for you. And I had no idea what Reiki was. So this was before Google. This was like in 2007. And I went to the library and lo and behold, there was a little book there about Reiki. It was perfect, easy to digest. And as soon as I started reading it, I thought, wow, this is me. And it's, it's really paying attention to those callings, to the times when you can't explain why things are showing up for you the way they are just going with it. So I went with it. I was so inspired by this that I searched. We were living in the Ventura County area at the time, and I found a Reiki master, had my first session, and it was just amazing for me. Really resonated with me, and I thought, wow, 
this is something that I can share with others. This is something that is so expansive. It's beyond myself. And I really want to support myself first and foremost and support others through this amazing, beautiful, just loving technique with Reiki. So that was basically this start of my journey. Although in the very beginning, since I was a small child, I've always been connected to nature. Always had an insight about things that I just could not explain. And it's not that I was someone who could really tell the future or anything of that nature. It was just an inner knowing about things, about people, about situations. And listening to my mother and her experiences with going to guided meditations and things, that really helped plant the seed for me. And come to find out this is ran in my family, on my grandmother's side, of this intuitiveness, of this ability to just be present and really know things without knowing. <laughs> That's the trick right there. It's, it's knowing without knowing and trusting in this. So back to my Reiki uh, journey. So uh, I received Reiki level two, and then we received orders to move to Iowa. And boy, that was uh, a game changer in many levels because I was praying for the highest good, great intention for my family. And I really thought my mind really thought that I would move back to Washington state, back to Woodby Island where I grew up. And, and I had all it planned out, right? That's what our minds love to do is just to plan everything out and say, this is where it's going to go. And, oh yes, and then I can be happy or then that can happen. Well, as I prayed for great intention, the highest good for my family, I did not hook anything else to it. That's all. I left it open to the universe to support me. And we received, well, your husband's retiring. And guess what? You're moving back to Iowa. And when I say back to Iowa is because we lived there for three years while my husband was recruiting and I had my son. So I was familiar with the area. We had relatives in the area. And that was a good thing, but it was just way out of left field. And at first I got really angry for about 30 seconds. Why aren't we going back to Washington? I had this all planned out, blah, blah. You know, our minds like to do that. And then I have just, it was like a knife cut right through those thoughts. And there was a deep silence. And behind that was, you prayed for the great intention, the highest good for your family. And so I just paused. I took a breath and I said, yes, I did. Yes. And I'm going to trust this. So as I allowed and really surrendered those thoughts of how things should go or how I wanted it this way, 
and allowed God, universe, whomever you call your higher power to really support me. And as soon as I did that, things lined up. Was it challenging? Yes, it was. I was so grateful and still am to this day to have that connection to Reiki or to a deep spiritual connection within myself. And so fast forwarding, we were in Iowa. My sister sent me something for Christmas. It was a placard that said, live with intention. And I loved it. That's, that was totally what I was doing. And so I set it out in my living room. I always looked at it. And then things started happening to where people were asking me, well, when are you going to start your own business? When is that going to happen? When is this next step going to happen? As, as I went through college, as I worked with children and families of Iowa, with amazing populations, diverse backgrounds, just learned a lot, a lot about myself, first and foremost. That's, that's my work. My work is to learn about me and unlearn things, ideas, old beliefs that no longer serve me. So as I moved through that from nine to five job to owning my own business and naming it, long story short, it came to living with intention. And I came to realize that I have everything to give and nothing to lose because everything that I have internally, not materialistically, not tangibly, everything that I have within me has come from source has come from God, universe, again, that higher power, that just inner knowing. And so that's not mine to keep. This is for me to share. And again, more learning came up as, as I was uh, really fine-tuning my business and realizing this is something to share, working with others in my private practice, and also working private contracting uh, through a nonprofit in Iowa. Just really allowing myself to understand through my meditation practices as I developed an even deeper connection to myself and to my higher power. And so holding that, I have everything to give and nothing to lose because it's not mine to keep. And the more I share, the more I expand and support others or guidance, whatever that is, then as you give, so shall you receive. So it comes back. And I'm not looking for that, though. That's the, 
also another tidbit of information. Giving through your heart that unconditional love without expectations or outcomes of if I do this, then that's going to happen. Or, okay, I'm going to do this for this person, so they better come back and support me when I need it. No, it's really that selfless giving through the heart. And that's what's really helped me to, to develop and understand how just simple awareness and being in the moment and, and really listening, listening to myself and others without judgment, you know, because being vulnerable by owning your own business and doing something that is not the social quote norm, this energy work with Reiki, sound healing, biodynamic breath work, all of these require me to stand and to own these beautiful gifts that I have to share with others. And, you know, when we do that, when we really are in that space of vulnerability and transparency, you know, it's, it's, I say, um, it's like a hermit crab. Okay. So when hermit crabs hatch, they don't have shells and they have to find, they have to scavenge along the bottom of the sea to find these little shells for them to fit their little, it's like a little um, muscle, like a little tail that hooks into that shell. And then, then the rest of their body kind of hangs out. And hermit crabs grow just like we do. And so guess what? Life is about growth. And it gets really uncomfortable when you're a hermit crab still trying to fit into that little shell that you are safe and comfortable with, but you know there's more for you, that you know that the divine God, whomever is asking you to become more, and you might not know how. That's the challenge too. And that's where trust comes in. And trusting and knowing in that. And so as I give that scenario of the hermit crab, then you outgrow your shell as so I did with a nine to five job. And then I was vulnerable and exposed as everybody was asking me, what are you going to do? What's your next step? Who are you going to work for now? And I literally said, well, myself, I'm starting my own business. And oh, really, what is that about? Oh, it's Reiki. It's working with energy. Oh, well, good luck with that. Literally, I have people said that. Good luck with that. I really don't believe it, but good luck. And, you know, as a person, I really wish you the best. <laughs> so I allowed those people to just be who they are because I had that inner knowing. And again, that's part of, part of that vulnerability and that transparency as you allow others to witness you 
through their own judgments, through their own insecurities. That's what's happening there. Because I knew that I was worthy of more, that things were showing up for me on purpose, asking to be more. So then I found another shell and I grew into that beautifully, grew my business, still in Iowa. And then uh, COVID happened. And actually, that was a blessing for me. It really was. It asked me to really own and be who I am. And when I did that, when I really sat there and asked, I'm not this list of things that I wanted to do. I am becoming more and expanding so it was more about me reflecting internally, maybe even doing some inner child work as I realized that I'm not the doing. And, and the mind, it's very easy to slip back into our old patterns. And so that's what was happening is, is as I was shifted from one to the other, then I realized that I was, again, repeating a cycle of the doing. And so having that pause, being able to work remotely through um, social media, through other platforms, I was able to offer support for others. And the beautiful thing was, is that it was people all around the world. I've supported people in Slovakia. Ireland, New Zealand, the UK, Berlin, Hawaii, all across the US, Canada. And this is because of that opportunity of really, again, getting out of my shell and getting in front of the computer and putting it out there that yes, this is energy. Energy can be transferred. It's just like electricity. You know, it's there. You flip on a switch. You don't question it. But then when somebody talks about energy work and not being in person and working through a computer, they kind of question that. And it's just like, well, you're just receiving the same energy. And that's, that's it's perfect. So that is how I grew in that realm. And I also want you to know that when I too, when I, when I am having a human moment, which happens quite often, let me say, um, I have a mantra or something that I hold for myself and it is trust and know, and it shall be so. And that came to me also in a time where I was very uncertain. I was going to college. Um, we were taking care of my husband's father who had Lewy body disease, which is Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So that was a double whammy. And my husband just trans 
transitioned out of the Navy. He didn't know what was up from down, uh, just in this role that he didn't know how to navigate. And then I decided to go back to school <laughs> because I was so pushed to do that. And so I was driving across the country. I was going to meet a friend uh, to a kind of like a retreat. And I had all this chaos going in my mind about how things are going to happen. How am I going to pass this test? Uh, all these things. And on all of a sudden, again, it was like that knife cutting through that. There was a pause and it was a voice that was not mine that said, trust and know and it shall be so. And it was just mind blowing to me. So I had to write it down really quick. And I had that piece of paper until I really felt that in my bones. And I still do. That's part of me knowing that I'm receiving that guidance, trusting in the process, knowing things always work out and it will. And it shall be so. So that is a gift also for you to use. When you're in the time where you're of uncertainty or just need a place to land, just pause and take a breath and just repeat that. Trust and know and it shall be so. And then let those thoughts go the best you can. Let that go. So as I kept growing out of my shells and after the shift, the global shift, my husband retired from Union Pacific Railroad. Our son moved to San Antonio, and then there was like a, just a moment where my husband and I both said, hey, what about selling the house and becoming full-time RVers? Because we've wanted to do that. We've talked about it. We've camped for so long, and we've had travel trailers. And so we were looking at upgrading and I thought to myself, well, why not? Let's just do it. And it was having that open with curiosity and really feeling, well, how is that going to feel to be free, to be on the road, to see different things? And that's what helped keep that momentum. That's what helped me to stay in the moment, to trust, to know, and, and know that the universe has got my back. Was it challenging? Was it hard? Heck yeah. It, it was so hard going through the house and letting go, letting go of things, of material objects, again, that no longer serve me. Things that I hadn't used ever, <laughs> ever since we moved from Japan. Uh, and all of those gifts that were given to me, I then gifted to others. 
or we donated. And as they say, less is more. So when we let go of that stuff, had less things to manage, then I felt more spacious. I felt more free. And yes, we do have a small uh, storage unit, very small storage unit with just family heirlooms and a couple furniture items. All that said and done, yeah, I had to let go to grow. And that's also what came to me in a morning meditation. When I was feeling this grief of losing all these items, losing, that's what my mind was telling me, losing this beautiful garden that I spent, wow, over a decade cultivating. And then it just came to me, let go to grow. And so I did. I trusted with a lot of tears, but I felt so much better. So much as I surrendered again to this and knowing there was much more in life than this little house in Iowa. So much more to life. And I was going to be able to experience it firsthand. And now that I have the ability to connect with others via the internet, then I could take my business everywhere I went. And that's exactly what's happening. So here is another nugget, another gem for me to share with you. This is something that is really magical when you use it. Okay, so I hope you're really listening right now. When something happens that kind of sparks that happiness or love or joy in you, whether it is a stranger giving you a compliment or you finding that front row parking spot or a friend calls you out of the blue or anything, whatever that is for you, and you have that wonderful opening, that, that warm kind of tingling within you, you ask yourself and you say it out loud even, how can it get better than this? And you leave it open. You don't let your mind say, well, I know how. If this and this and this happens, then it's going to be even better. No. But that will happen. I'm letting you know that will happen. Just bring yourself back and ask with that enthusiasm of how can it get better than this? And leave it and continue on because as you're asking your words, that emotion driving behind it, that's your vibration and the universe, God, whomever is going to respond, they're going to say, oh, they're asking how, and they're open and their vibration is, is higher Then here you go. Here's more good stuff and little things will start happening. Notice them. And this is where your awareness is so needed, so needed to be aware in the moment of when things are showing up for you. 
and not taking it for granted or saying, well, I wanted a purple one. I didn't want a blue one or, well, it was supposed to happen yesterday. <laughs> you know, the universe is showing up and it's giving it divine timing for you. And then it's the mind that thinks it needs to happen a certain way or it needs to have this outcome or what have you just trust and allow with that open curiosity because you're shutting that down as soon as you judge it or whatever that is it, it just shuts down it's like i'm asking i'm open and then whoop, you close right back up so when you're able to really have that open curiosity asking how can it get better than this and again, trusting in the process. And that's what living with intention is all about. You're putting your attention on your intention, as we've talked before in previous episode. You're standing in your center point, that feel-good place. And you're allowing this to happen for you. And then just know that we all have layers. We all have things to work through. And if things keep coming up, then that's asking to be healed. And so through my journey, I've also have done a lot of inner child work. So going back to times where I had memories of when I had some trauma or things didn't go as how I thought it would or, you know, receiving very negative responses from my caregivers or none at all that they were checked out emotionally. Then I invited to see myself as now and approaching that little April and holding her and telling her, it's going to be okay. You are loved. You are worthy. And when you're able to do that, when you're able to really see that part of you and knowing that part of you even though it might be wounded or cracked or broken, however you feel about that, that part of you is the richness, is the depth that is also part of you. You need those parts. You can't deny and ignore them. It's about living with those parts and knowing these are all wonderful pieces that make you. So I'd like you to visualize a stained glass window. And you're standing in front of it and the light is shining through. You know, you need the light, right? You need that higher vibration, the source, God, universal life force energy, whatever that is again for you. Also, there are little pieces that are darker than others. 
those are so needed to show the contrast within you. You know, if we lived in just this bright light world, we would not appreciate what we have. The contrast, the shadows, those parts are so needed too. And that's about working from the inside out. So I talk about that a lot in our episodes together. It's doing that inner work, knowing that those areas are just as important as the light. And what prevents us from going there is the fear. The fear is what keeps us safe, keeps us small. And we don't want to feel. We don't want to experience that feeling again. And what I want to tell you right now is that, yes, those feelings are there. And they're very raw. And once you're able to meet yourself where you're at, really hold that and embrace it, you develop a deeper understanding of what's happening within you. We all have history and stories. And when you're able to see them from an observer's approach, then you can see how things are all playing out. It takes time. It, take, it does. It takes some time to really be with yourself and to allow yourself to go there. And how, however you can get there, whether it's through therapy, whether it is through some guided meditations, or just pausing and, and being with yourself when you're being triggered emotionally and asking, why is this showing up for me? This is your journey. And this is what living with intention is all about. So that way you're really living life and not continuing the cycle of surviving life, of going through day-to-day routine and wanting something to change or something to be different, but you're just stuck in that routine. So when you start asking and pausing, really being present with yourself, that's when the subtle shifts happen. That's when you're able to really appreciate you and know that life is showing up for you. And so through my journey, my friends, I am now a full-time RVer. I am traveling from city to city, holding workshops, classes, having online sessions. And it's just 
an amazing way to live and experience life. And let me tell you, the universe is responding constantly. And when you're not focused or give it direction of exactly, but not too much, you're not controlling it. You're just giving more information about, oh, well, how about this? For example, I'm just going to give an example here, offering Reiki classes. Now that I've worked with uh, Aveda Institute, I'm now connecting to other Aveda Institutes across the nation. And so when I pause there and I put that out there, I'm connecting to other institutions to expand, to bring healing and well-being for others. That's it. And I hold that within me. That's all I need. That's all the universe needs, that kind of direction. Okay, because when we are going from place to place and grabbing at straws at, oh, this sounds good and that sounds good and signing up for so many free things on the internet and you get so many emails and then it gets a little chaotic, then you get a little overwhelmed. Or if it's the opposite to where you don't even know where to start. You know, just getting in alignment with yourself and writing something down of your intentions and then redirecting your attention to your intention. And so when things start showing up for you, and I'm just speaking for myself, and they really start lining up. And then the mind wants to say, well, how are you going to do all this? And that's when I remind myself, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been putting out there. And it's amazing that life is showing up for me, that I'm able to do what I'm doing. So do you see how I switched it there? So when you're able to do that, so for example, moving or getting married, or, you know, some big shift, um, kids going to college, or, you know, that's a pivotal moment, those big pivotal moments in our lives. And it should be exciting. It should be exhilarating. And yet we, we keep talking about the negatives and I'm so stressed and you know, all that stuff. Well, it's the mind saying that it's not really happening to you. You're your body feels it physically because of the mind is, is creating all these scenarios that haven't happened yet, <laughs> which is an illusion. And then the body's responding because the brain is sending out signals and excreting um, the cortisol. And so then that is, that's the stress. And then when you don't have a way to release it, and more thoughts and more thoughts keep coming up. Do you see? I, I'm sure you're feeling that right now as I'm talking about it. So when you pause and you remind yourself, this is what I've been waiting for. This is amazing. Getting a new job, right? Really want that new job, whatever it is to, to catapult you to the next job. And you're getting ready to get ready and shifting, getting your resume ready, getting all that and, and then having the interview 
and and then we get all nervous and that's when we start shutting down that's when we're expanded and saying yes i want this job and then all of a sudden the mind says all these things and then it's like whoop we close and so keeping that momentum you could even say i have this excited energy that feels a little bit like nervousness but this too shall pass and I know it's because something bigger is coming for me. I know that I am worth whatever it is that's happening. The new house, job, marriage, your children leaving, or whatever that is. You are worthy of that. And you've been asking and here the universe is giving it to you. And yet you're starting to shut down. So keeping open the best you can, again, pausing, getting out of those thoughts, finding your center point, being there in that space and having your heart open saying, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. How can it get better than this? <laughs> so do you see how that comes full circle? And that's what the true essence of living with intention is with living in the moment, seeing, seeing things just appear for you. Before we end here, I'm just going to share how this works. So uh, I was on a call, a virtual website call with a group of people. And one of the persons was wearing a Hamilton t-shirt. Well, I've always wanted to go to Hamilton. Ever since, I still remember it when it debuted on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And they said, this is a new Broadway show and it has history. And I saw it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go. This looks amazing. Well, I, I did not have the opportunity or maybe the opportunity was there, but I was so uh, distracted with something else that I did not align with it. And so uh, I saw the t-shirt. And then I went to Dallas to be with my friend to offer a workshop. And she let me know that a person had tickets to Hamilton that wanted to gift them to us. And I said, yes, I want to go. How can it get better than this? And no, it can get better because when we showed up, we were fifth row from the front from the orchestra, which was incredible. So when you're open and you're asking without judgment of yourself and others, and you're really, truly living your life with intention, just really putting your attention on your intention of living your life in a purposeful way, that's when you're able to really beat yourself and and know that you are worthy of everything that you want. Keep living with intention, my friends. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. 
Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.